detail about factory overhead. During the year, we're going to be spending a lot of money on various types of factory overhead. We're going to be paying our supervisors. We're going to be paying for um, janitorial supplies. We're going to be paying for utilities. We're going to be paying engineers to redesign our product. And we're going to be paying all these things and much more throughout the year. Um, however, we can't wait until the end of the year to add factory overhead to the individual units of product. As soon as we have put in all of our materials and put in all of our labor into a product, it's finished, we have to add in some factory overhead because a product isn't finished until it has the three items in it. Direct materials, direct labor, factory overhead. So we need a mechanism to be able to put an amount for factory overhead into each unit as it is finished so that we can um, keep the line moving throughout the year. And the way we do that is predetermined overhead rate. The um, predetermined overhead rate is an estimate of what we expect overhead to be for every unit that we produce. And the way we do that is to estimate our total overhead costs and then also estimate our direct labor costs or sometimes our hours of direct labor. This is standard as to what companies do is use direct labor. Um, it has to be something measurable. It could be direct material, but most companies use direct labor. And um, here we've got a problem that we'll go through to demonstrate how this all works. So in December 2013, Sheila and the Screamers recording studio accountant, Count de Monet, estimated overhead costs at $720,000 and direct labor costs of $800,000 for 2014. So we're going to calculate the predetermined overhead rate for 2014. And to do that, you take the estimated overhead and divide it by your estimated direct labor. So our estimated overhead was 720000 and our estimated direct labor is 800000 which leaves us 0.9 or 90% of direct labor costs. So for every unit, we're going to multiply the direct labor cost per unit times 0.9 or 90%, and that will be added to our direct labor and our direct materials to give us a full complement for our product cost. And that is called applying overhead. We are going to be putting in that estimate of overhead into the product costs. And to do that, we need to know what the actual direct labor was because remember, the calculation was based on estimated. So now we have the actual direct labor costs um, for the year were $890,000 and we're going to apply overhead for that period. So to do that, we take the actual direct labor cost and multiply it by our predetermined overhead rate. So we have 890,000 actual labor times the 0 0.9 um, that we had calculated before as our predetermined rate. 
and that gives us $801,000 of overhead that we have put into all of our completed product. Now, we have our estimate, 801000 and then we have our actual overhead that was applied. So actually, there's three different overhead costs that we talk about. Estimated, from the year before. Actual, what we actually spent. And our applied overhead, what we add to our products throughout the year. So during the year, we only had $748,000 of actual overhead. So that means that there was a difference between what we applied, put into the jobs, and what we actually spent. We have a factory overhead account, and if you're looking at it as a T account, um, you will see that the actual overhead is on the debit side. Um, we're going to be making journal entries next, and you'll see how that works. And the applied is on the credit side. So, um, as always, when you're working with a T account, to find out what the actual balance is, you subtract the smaller from the larger. So we're going to subtract 748000 from the 801000 on the credit side, which leaves us a balance in the credit side of $53,000. So now, Overhead can either be underapplied or overapplied. If we put in more than the actual, it's overapplied. If we have a credit balance after we have um, compared the debits to the credits, then it's overapplied. We put in too much costs into our products. If it turns out that our actual is more than our applied, or another way of saying it is that we applied less than the actual amount, then it's called underapplied, and we end up with a debit balance in our factory overhead. And that means we did not put enough costs into our product. In this case, we have 53,000 overapplied. Whether it's over or underapplied, we need to make an adjusting entry to um, make sure that our goods are properly stated as to their actual cost. And um, as a default, we usually just put that into cost of goods sold because most of what we produce during the year have been sold. So here at the bottom, I have the little clues Actual overhead is greater than applied overhead, then factory overhead is underapplied. Applied overhead is greater than actual overhead, then overhead is overapplied. So now let's look at the journal entry. Um, we have $53,000 overapplied. We're going to adjust our cost of goods sold and our factory overhead. So if factory overhead is overapplied, we have a credit balance in our factory overhead. We want to close it out, bring it down to zero. If we have a credit balance of 53000 to close it out, we're going to debit it for $53,000. That's our factory overhead. 
And if we debit factory overhead, then we're going to credit cost of goods sold. The other way of looking at this is from the cost of goods sold side. If we put in $53,000 too much in our cost of goods sold, which has a normal balance of a debit, it's an expense, then we need to take that $53,000 out of our cost of goods sold. We put in too much. So to reduce our cost of goods sold, we're going to credit it. Um, Overapplied factory overhead will result in a debit to factory overhead and a credit to cost of goods sold and vice versa. Underapplied factory overhead will result in a debit to cost of goods sold and a credit to factory overhead. And it's as simple as